Hello lovely people and welcome back to the Autumn Witch Podcast. My name is Jo and I'm just going to give you a little bit of updated information. These next three podcasts are audio files from YouTube videos from my YouTube channel and the audio files have come up pretty well but I just wanted to let you know that there will be perhaps a little bit of outside noise and I am obviously talking to camera so I may say things about what's going on around about in the outside. Um, but largely the next three topics are, are pretty important ones and I wanted to convert them over to a podcast too. So I hope everybody is well and without any further waffle from me, on we go. Hello everybody, so I'm back and this week I'm going to talk about dimensions and what they are, what I perceive them to be and how we use them and talk about them inside of, under the pagan umbrella, under the spiritual umbrella. Um, so this is another one of those topics like last week's that potentially might be a little bit controversial depending on how you, what your perceptions are. So. But we're going to talk about dimensions today because I don't know about you, but I'm assuming that we're all kind of feeling shoved out of lockdown at the moment. And it feels like life is ramping up fast. It feels like that old energy, that pre-lockdown energy um, is, is coming at us from all sides. And I think that there are a lot of benefits and I don't know, I just think there's been a lot of good in a strange way to come out of this pandemic. because. I am I am the, the girl of silver linings. I always look for the bright side. It, it is who I am. And the virus and the pandemic and the lockdown has been hard and difficult and really real and quite frightening and confusing and and all the things. But it's also given us chance to stop. Um it's given us chance to look out at potentially relationships beyond our home that don't work for us. In some cases, in our home, relationships that don't work for us. I, I've got, a, you know, a, a, a few people inside my wider circle that have separated inside of this lockdown. And, and that's a shame and it's sad and, and all the things. But also, potentially, if you know something's not working, living in the old energy as we were pre-pandemic, we kept ourselves so busy that we didn't allow ourselves chance to really look at things. And I know that for me, coming out of this lockdown with all those old routines to put back into place, you know, the school routines and scary things like trains and public transport and, you know, classrooms full of teenagers and clients and students. And there's a lot, there's a lot to to take in and I feel a bit bombarded in a strange way because living life inside of the pandemic has been just my inner circle it's been just us um we've kind of got on with things but there's been no pressure to do anything other than be together and be careful and so the one of the reasons I want to talk about dimensions today is because it definitely feels like the third dimension is taking back 
taken back control. She's fighting back for power. So, so let's talk. Let's talk about the, the dimensions that you probably hear. So if you know about this, I apologise profusely for teaching you how to suck eggs. Um, but if you have differing opinions or even just fancy hearing someone else's, here we go. So my take on the dimensions is, is I, I like to keep it simple. So for me, dimensions are pretty clear. The third dimension is this real-time reality that we live every day. It is the school, the work, the doctor's surgery, they're driving the car, the vets, the dentists, getting the shopping done, not having enough money, having too much money, having choice, not having enough choice, worries about your health, all the things. Third dimension. Fifth dimension is this kind of vaunted place that along the years of my spiritual journey, I've heard different people talk about in a strange way. So the fifth dimension is kind of one of two things to me. On one hand, you've got the fifth dimension, which is where we all strive to get to. It is kind of that I once had a person talk about the fifth dimension as like a Buddhist's goal. So, you know, a Buddhist is looking to, again, from my very simplified understanding, a Buddhist is looking to get to a place where love, rage, hate, fear, passion, where those emotions don't impact your, your broader mind. They are emotions that you understand but your, your whole understanding of the world means that you also appreciate that all those emotions have their place, but that you don't really get uptight about any of them. Um, I'd like to say straight off the bat, I'm never going to be a Buddhist. Because <laughs> I, am, I am the Scorpio. I am the Scorpio. I am, I am all, all emotion to intensity. So that level of detachment is completely beyond me now i know that you should never say that something's completely beyond you because never say never right you never know but i think you have to want to achieve something to be able to achieve it and years down the line never say never i may want to detach from emotion and be able to kind of look from the outside in at it but at the moment, and as I have found all the way through my life, one of the things about me that hasn't changed is that I like emotion in all its rawness. The, the joy, the pain, the sadness, the high, the low, the rage, the anger. I like, I like emotion. It kind of makes me feel connected to what I'm doing here. Which is kind of interconnects with all my opinions about the dimensions. Because if being detached from my emotions is the drive behind living life inside of the fifth dimension, I kind of don't want to go there. So there's that, number one. Number two version of the fifth dimension is a broader understanding of the world. I hear people talk about, you know, they, they feel sometimes like they're kind of floating in inside that fifth dimension and that actual reality feels a little bit further away because they feel so connected to their guides, their spirits, or they feel like they're, they're kind of in a real place at the moment where spiritually they are kind of, they're nailing it. Do you know what I mean? 
And I find that those, those kinds of people who talk like that are generally people that dip in and out. They kind of start in the third dimension, third, fourth, fifth, back down, you know, five, four, three. And in some cases, five and then three with a bang. We've all done that where we've been floating around in our kind of spiritual joy and then wallop life, life gets us. And I think that for me, my understanding of the fifth dimension that I'm aiming to get to is, is that place where I feel at peace, where I feel content, where I feel connected. I have read books, watched videos, been to seminars and met people who have this, who make this statement. And it's something you see on Facebook a lot that all the it's another one of those things that relates to kind of fifth dimensional enemy, enemy, mm, it's a Freudian slip for you, that relates to fifth dimensional energy that I feel is sometimes doing us wrong. Where you see these, you see and hear these things and people say things like, um, oh, my relationship with them totally didn't serve me, so I'm leaving it behind. And I think that that is a double-edged sword. And I have to be very careful how I, how I phrase this. And I want to be very careful how I phrase this because I have definitely removed myself from the lives of others because our relationship didn't work. Um, because there was a level of toxicity or a level of negativity or uh, taking each other for granted or just, you know, heavily leaning or, or all the things, I have also removed myself from, from people's lives. I don't like the whole idea that, that you, I, I cut someone out of my life. Because the, the terminology I say often about, for me, words have power, the terminology of that is kind of sounds damaging to that other person as well. And so I think from a language point of view, I'm really careful to play around with that in my mind where I think, you know what, this, this relationship isn't working. We aren't good for each other. We, as much as some people are potentially toxic to me, I'm potentially toxic to them in that same way. I just don't realise it because it's always worth remembering that we're always the hero in our own story. So I will remove myself from people's lives. I will make myself unavailable for the long term and that's kind of the way I work it through in my mind that doesn't mean that I haven't esoterically cut cords that I haven't kind of intangibly literally cut those cords of connection with people because I have but for the both of us not just for me not just for my benefit if a relationship doesn't work for one of you it arguably doesn't work for both of you in some form we just may not realize what that is so that's me with my disclaimer, because, you know, I'm the queen of disclaimers. I love to get them in first. Um, but this whole idea that you cut someone out of your life because they don't serve you, because the relationship doesn't serve you anymore. I think that that can be really dangerous and that you could potentially go through life and eventually find yourself really alone because because we haven't learned to problem solve our way through difficult relationships. And this is where I want to be really careful to get it right, because some relationships you shouldn't save them. Some relationships you should walk away from. But there has to be a stopping point whereby we 
kind of take responsibility for our own actions, take responsibility for our own growth and make informed emotional decisions about why we are choosing not to involve a relationship or a form of behaviour in our lives. And if that's to serve us well, that's great. Um, But if that is because we don't want to do the work or we don't want to fix a pattern, a cycle of our own behaviour, you know, we have to look at ourselves and, and how we do it. And I think that's where, again, and I, I've said this a couple of times, kind of where I want to talk about spiritual snobbery. And I do, and I'm not going to do it in this video. But again, I'm going to touch on it a little bit. This is where the whole cutting myself out of, cutting people out of my life, sorry. And this is where the whole, you know, I'm, I'm aiming for the fifth dimension. I, I, you know, I'm leaving people behind that aren't there with me. I think that's where we need to be really careful. One, about use of language. Two, about our own opinion of ourselves. And three, about what we think the fifth dimension is. Because, because she said, because I kind of have a, I have a, I have a theory, if you like, but I also have an understanding is that for, as I spoke about in the last video, the, for the star seeds and, and the light workers and etc., who potentially haven't come from, from here, from this planet, they've made choices to come here. You know, if you're here, you've made a choice to be here. You've, your soul has, you know, checked its Akashic records and decided that this is where it wants to be. Your soul knows that its purpose is here. And that once we're here in human form, um, we just have to kind of work out what that is. But if we spend the whole time that we're here, cutting people out of our lives, pushing relationships out of our lives and ignoring people who aren't fifth dimensional because we only want to exist in that higher level plane, surely we're not doing the jobs that we came here for. Surely we're not helping the people that we came here to help. Or surely we're not learning the lessons that we're here to learn. And so the whole concept of third and fifth dimensional energy really works for me. Because I think we can all kind of look at life and go, yes, there are times when life feels real. The whole concept of a third dimensional reality is the idea that living a life on earth, living a human existence is to be absolutely surrounded by this dense energy that's kind of, you know, I don't want to use the word oppression because I think it's a bit of a, a bit of a buzzword at the moment, but it is pressing us down, that dense energy, that human energy. We are, you know, if we're families, we're worried about our children and how they're going to grow. We're worried about the planet that they're going to grow up on and what's going to be left for them we're worried about the political state we're worried about their financial state our financial state if you've got lots of money you're worried about whether the positive financial aspects of your life are going to negatively impact your children or your broader family or and life is dense there's health worries emotional worries you know mental and emotional illness physical illness there's all these things that we deal with here you know death by the by its very act of ripping away from us the people that we love is something that we face every day and so it can it means that third dimensional energy is hard and heavy 
But that intense joy that we get in third dimensional energy through love, sex, food, joy, excitement, surprise, those intense highs are what make third dimensional living to me so worth so worthwhile so necessary and that's what we're fighting to protect we're fighting to protect those highs inside of this third dimensional plane now the fifth dimensional plane now there are from from my understanding you can keep going fifth sixth seventh eighth dimensional plane but but what i understand to be the common concept at the moment that is that the fifth dimensional plane is within the realms that we can understand and attain so even though there are many more realms up there the fifth is the one that we are you know striving for currently so to my way of thinking the fourth dimension the one that exists in the middle is kind of like the between world if you like for for those of us that are walking a spiritual path or to use a word that I hate for those of us that are woke um Jesus anyway for those of us that are woke or you know spiritually awake or spiritually aware or you know or just more content to understand that we have to get through third dimensional life to find more that's kind of inside that fourth plane now for me a really good example of the fifth dimensional plane is that state we achieve inside of meditation um inside of yoga for some yoga's not my particular band so i can't speak but i've got friends who do it who who really find their place of zen find their place of calm inside of yoga i find that place of calm inside of meditation um inside of forests on the beach and i think a lot of us are like that you know that that nature connection that's kind of why we've ended up in the in the spiritual path on the pagan journey as it is but that state that we achieve inside of meditation where all those third dimensional book the doctor's appointment get the kids to school have i topped up their you know lunch cards all those things that are constantly bombarding us where we think oh i must write that down i must key that in my phone i must i must i must i must i must all those thoughts kind of bleed away when we meditate and we move into a, a higher space sort of physically we feel like our mind kind of floats or at least that's how I feel when I meditate. I feel like my all these worries stay sort of down down here and the rest of me kind of picks up and I, I almost separate into, you know, below the clouds and above the clouds. And that's what meditation becomes. It becomes a state where my my mind does feel literally awake. It feels like I see tunnel vision down here and then it feels like I see oops like I see, you know, full on through three sixty peripheral vision in meditation everything feels calm everything feels like like joy like love everything feels safe even even when i've done past life meditations or meditations that have been difficult or hard i still feel safe i'm conscious that i'm learning something and i'm learning it from a safe distance and so i think some people's drive is to bring that level of energy into their everyday life every day and it's kind of one of those things that makes kind of makes me it makes me question it 
Because although I feel when I meditate or when I hit that state of broadened consciousness, I feel like I've stepped up. But actually, when I think about it, I think what I've done is I've taken that level of consciousness and pulled it down. I've kind of pulled it down to me. And somewhere I'm, we're crossing in and out of, of those states. So, but I don't think existing inside of that fifth dimension is where we need to be all the time. I think, I think we want to strive to be there because we feel so happy there, because we feel so accepted there. And it, it feels like a warm, safe comfort blanket somewhere where we'd love to exist all the time. But in existing there all the time, we're not experiencing the lows that we do down here in real life. And if we're not experiencing those lows, we can't ever feel the total and complete joy of the highs. And so I'm really careful about when I hear people talk about third dimension, fourth dimension and fifth dimension, about what they what they think they're trying to achieve. And I am I'm a terrible people watcher <laughs> anyway. So I do tend to. That's my dishwasher. I apologize. So I do tend to look out at people and their words tend to trickle in and I, I kind of file everything away and then I take the words back out later and look at them and I kind of go, oh, oh, you're, you're more that path, you're more that path of, of the fifth dimension and what you think you want it to achieve. Um, I'm also a terrible analyzer, as you can probably tell, um, and I like to kind of look at things and question the where and the why for and what it means to us and why. So, so I've offered for quite a bit this week um, and I'd love to hear your thoughts about kind of fifth dimensional energy and third dimensional energy and what it means to you and how you feel like you get there. Does your fifth dimensional energy feel like mine? Do you, do you achieve it anywhere else? And how do you feel about bringing that into everyday life? Um, so yeah, so this is my, my quick waffle, my quick roundup this week. I am still working through what I want to say about spiritual snobbery. And I'm, I'm absolutely fit terrified of making the vlog, I won't lie, because I think it's probably going to be one of those ones that sets people off and sends the keyboard warriors after me. But, but I also know it's one that I need to make. It's been rolling around for months and I've, I've tried to film it a few times and it's never, it's not coming together properly. So, so give me, give me a minute. Bear with and I'll get there. Um, um, it's been lovely to chat with you all. I will leave all the links down in the, down underneath, in the comments bar underneath um, for you to kind of come and chat. If you want to chat on Facebook, I'm on Facebook. If you want to chat on Instagram, I'm on Instagram. Um, and if you wouldn't mind giving the video a like, it massively helps us YouTubing people to reach our audience, which means that hopefully we can meet more of each other and connect and chat more about the things that interest us. Um, and if you're feeling really, really nice, give me a subscribe or a share. Thanks very much. Take care, everyone. Wash your hands, be safe, masks, all the things. Don't touch your face holes, all the things, okay? Um, bright blessings. Thank you.